God said to Ezekiel, Mortal, can these bones live? And Ezekiel answered, O Lord God, you know. I cannot hear the story of Ezekiel in the Valley of the Dry Bones without picturing him standing there all alone, surrounded by human bones in a vast valley. In my mind, it's twilight. Everything is eerie and in shadow. There are bones everywhere, thousands and thousands of bones. And Ezekiel is reliant entirely upon the promise and love of God not just to prophesy, as he eventually does, but just to avoid running screaming into the distance. It's a hopeless place of death. Mortal, can these bones live? Oh, Lord God, you know. It doesn't look possible. Bones don't live on their own. But Ezekiel does not forestall or prejudge the possibilities of God. He doesn't respond to God's audacious and impossible implication that bones could live by saying, no, these bones can't live, and I'm going to go about my business, which tells us something. Because tonight is a night where we are observing many stories of people who God suggested impossible things to and who didn't say no. God told Noah to build an ark, and Noah said yes. God told Moses that he was going to lead the people of Israel out of bondage into Egypt and to the Promised Land, and Moses said not no exactly, but he came around to yes eventually. An angel came to Mary and said, Mary, you are the favored one of God, and you are going to bear a child who is God's son. And Mary said, yes. I wonder what happened in the tomb with Jesus if God spoke, and God's word was so compelling that Jesus couldn't resist it and came back to life. And so Ezekiel, in the story we heard a few moments ago, turns back to God. And then with God, those bones can live. Ezekiel prophesies, and bone joins to bone, and flesh comes upon them. And then finally, surrounded by a still inanimate army of bodies, God tells Ezekiel to prophesy to the breath. And the winds come from the four directions, and those bodies gain breath and life. It's a precursor to the upper room on Easter evening when Jesus appears to the disciples and says, Peace be with you, and then breathes on them while saying, Receive the Holy Spirit. For at least 1,800 years, Christians have been gathering the night before Easter to hear stories like this, stories of our salvation history, and baptize new Christians and celebrate the resurrection. And tonight, we stand in that line of our forefathers and foremothers in the faith, doing the most ancient rituals of our tradition, baptizing and breaking bread and sharing the cup, while telling the story of salvation in a way that that is not just in the distant past. Those old bones of Scripture live in our bones, too. And so we hear the stories one after another and connect them to our present, 
Just as God created the earth and it was good, so too God created you and me, and it is good. Just as God despaired at the sinfulness of humanity and brought about a flood, we break God's hearts with our sin. But God holds on to God's promise to never destroy us again. And so we have the opportunity to turn from our sin and be saved. Just as the people of Israel were led across the Red Sea from the death of slavery to life in the promised land, so we move tonight from death to life. Just as Ezekiel was surrounded by dry bones and death, so we are surrounded by husks of inanimate things that we are called to breathe life into. And just as we move in earthly birth from the darkness of the womb through the waters of birth into the life of light of day, so we are moving from the darkness of the tomb into the light of resurrection dawn. The Paschal candle stands here tonight as a reminder of the light that the Gospel of John says, In him was life, and the life was the light of the world. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. That belief in light and life is what has brought Christianity along for 2,000 years. We want to live. We do not deny the pain and suffering of this life. In fact, we know that the cross is always present. But the cross, death, pain, and suffering, and injustice, and cruelty, they do not have the last word. The power of God through Christ is stronger than any human evil. And while we know that we will die, we also know that we will live. In her book, Walking on Water, Madeline Langle writes, We draw people to Christ not by loudly discrediting what they believe, by telling them how wrong they are and how right we are, but by showing them a light that is so lovely that they want with all their hearts to know the source of it. That light, the light of Christ, and the light of those who share the light of Christ, is one of the things we celebrate tonight. This cathedral is a beacon of light. Read the salvation history on the panels around here for our anniversary this year of how Trinity has been and is pointing to the light. And each of you who are being baptized tonight, Emmett and Justin, each of you contains the light of Christ. And so do all the rest of us who have been baptized. And as we celebrate Christ's resurrection today, carry that light with you into the world. Your bones can live. And when God asks you to do something that seems impossible, don't say no. Listen and find a way to say with Ezekiel, Lord God, you know. Or to say with Mary, yes, be it unto me according to your word. And since we are all at a point in this service where we're probably a little wiggly, and I know I'm wiggly, I'm wondering if we can sing my favorite song that I've had in my head for two weeks about Ezekiel. And I'm wondering if some of the kids can help me if I get out of the pulpit. So do I have help from the first two pews over here? Does, do you know your body parts? You have to know your body parts. Do you? Okay. 
So this one has a round, and grown-ups who know the song, you can join in, and we're going to sing the song, and then we're going to go back to the baptism. So this is just to wake us up and get us ready. It's like stretching before playing soccer. So the song is called Them Bones, and it's about that Ezekiel story. Them bones, them bones, them dry bones, them bones, them bones, them dry bones, them bones, them bones, them dry bones. Now hear the word of the Lord. Okay, that's the, that's the chorus. We got that. Good. Now I need some people up here to help me who can point to their different bones. Is there anybody who can do that? Yeah, put the candle down. <laughs> okay. So we're going to start with that chorus, and then we're gonna, I'm going to just call out the different bones, and you've got to point to whatever bone it is, okay? Them bones, them bones, them dry bones, them bones, them bones, them dry bones, them bones, them bones, them dry bones. Now hear the word of the Lord. The foot bone connected to the ankle bone, the ankle bone connected to the leg bone, the leg bone connected to the knee bone, the knee bone connected to the thigh bone, the thigh bone connected to the hip bone, the hip bone connected to the backbone, the backbone connected to the shoulder bone, the shoulder bone connected to the neck bone, the neck bone connected to the head bone. Now hear the word of the Lord. Them bones, them bones gonna rise up, them bones, them bones gonna rise up, them bones, them bones gonna rise up, now hear the word of the Lord. Good job, thank you.